This is Steve Downs, the voice of Master Chief Spartan 117. Welcome to Quality Time, the KO Koala Entertainment Podcast. Anthony and Skyler will take it from here. Master Chief, out. Welcome to Quality Time, the KO Koala Entertainment Podcast. My name is Anthony Nicolosi. And I'm Skylar Sokol. And today we are talking art styles suggested to us live from the Twitch chat. Today we are going to be talking about the different kinds of art styles, um, our opinions on them, what are the pros and cons of them. Uh, there's, there's a ton to talk about. Also, especially because like... Just recently, big uh, event, if you will, in the gaming sphere is the release of Valorant. Valorant, actually, the full game's coming out tomorrow, right? That's correct. At five a.m. Ooh, five Hell Pacific yeah. time. I have. I assume so because they're because <laughs> riot. But yes. Anyway, Valorant's coming out tomorrow, and Valorant, um, one big kind of topic around it, even when we were we've discussed it previously, is the art style, which uses the kind yeah. of more simplistic art style. Yeah. So, um, how about we start there? We just to as a recap, Valorant. Uh, Skyler's been playing some Valorant in the beta, has enjoyed it. Um, and Skyler, what were your thoughts on the Valorant art style? Did you like it or not, etc.? So, okay, I'm gonna get a little more broad here, just for the purpose of this topic. I think the Valorant art style, I would classify it as like a cartoony sort of um, art style, right? Yep. Um, not like 2D cartoon, like a 3D sort of cartoony Fortnite-esque art style, right? Yep. Um, a little less cel-shaded than Fortnite, though. Um, but regardless, so here's the deal, right? The advantages of that art style are a few things. One advantage of that art style is that it provides a lot of visual clarity. It's really easy to tell what things are because things are very clearly defined. It's not like, you know, the real world, when you like look into a forest, it's hard to see all the individual stuff just because that when things are realistic, it can be hard to pick things out. But this, this cartoon art style doesn't do that. It provides a lot of visual clarity. And I think for a game like Valorant, that's really valuable. Yes. Um, uh, I've yep. been playing Warzone lately, Call of Duty Warzone. Um, and when you go to the gulag, when you die, you uh, do a 1v1 with people in this sort of dark room. And on one of the areas, there's like lockers that are dark on the side. And I've had so many times where I, there's literally been a guy standing there and the guy just kills me and I couldn't even see him because like the visual clarity was so bad. Even though that game looks amazing from like a realistic graphics perspective. Yeah, how art style can affect game game design and game mechanics game flow gameplay is a is definitely a thing um that i i think most people often i I don't know me growing up my first impression when i would see an art style go one way or the other was that they were choosing an art style primarily to target a certain demographic like if you had a simplistic looking game it's because it was for like younger audiences right and if you had a more realistic game it was somehow like more aimed at a mature audience Mm. i like to believe it's more integrated into the design than the marketing i would hope at least from my perspective right like the art style of a game really informs like how the emotional impact of that game right like the emotional impact of doing something in a really realistic game like uh, something dying for example is way more intense than the emotional impact of like a cartoon character exploding in a cartoony styled game 
Yeah, true. Um, but I, I personally, so at at the time, I think that some games do keep in mind the demographic they're targeting when they choose their art style. Um, I I think the Valorant, like Overwatch, is another one that has a very clear visual design. Um, it has more of like that for lack of a better term, like that Pixar style to it, you know? Yeah, um, sure. That's sort of what I'm saying when I mean cartoony. Yeah. Um, and it does. I agree. It goes a long way in regards to communicating uh, gameplay elements. I think there's... I I mean, I don't think you can ignore, though, that... Um, I know this was a, a point of... A, a point of discussion in, in the Halo universe when Halo 5 has a more realistic art style, but it eliminated certain things from its art style and from a kind of the, um, the aesthetic of Halo, including like blood and some other sort of things that were intentionally to target that T rating that not yeah, so ESRB stuff can definitely affect uh, some graphical decisions for sure. I can believe that. Um, but I think in general, Halo has gone for a relatively realistic art style compared to what it could be. Yeah, um, I, I agree. Um, so, so like, what, I agree. I, I'm just curious, what is your, like, what is your favorite kind of art style? Like if you're looking at a game and you're going to be really excited about the graphics, what are they, is it going to be like a really hyper realistic, crazy kind of thing? Is that going to be your favorite or is it going to be, Something more stylized, like what? What really appeals to you? That's really hard. Uh, I don't think I. Ha- I. I honestly don't believe I have a preference in regards to art style. I will say that there are some that are more. Int- I would say realistic generally is more interesting to me than cartoony, but um, it's more about the execution of it within the context and like the charm it brings and how it communicates. Like I love Ori. Ori is like mm-hmm. one of the most graphically impressive games. Ori, for I would me. say, is a relatively realistic art style too. It's kind of interesting, right? Because it has a very realistic element to it, but it's also definitely got a uh, not cartoony in the same way as Fortnite, but like an animated feel, you know, to it. Sort of. I'm not even sure I would say that though. Like, it feels very realistic to me compared to like a game like Cuphead, for example, or um, yeah. a game Cup- like so- try th- or, or like Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight is a great example of a game that feels very non-realistic to me, like cartoony and stylized. Um, unlike Ori, I th- I just only to say that like it seems like realistic art styles do appeal to you a lot, at least based on this conversation, no, it, or like some the, sort of realism where like in Ori the realism comes in the backgrounds and the drawing and that that kind the of stuff. realism in Ori definitely super like is is more of a thing than some of those other games you mentioned. Absolutely. Um, like I love Minecraft. Like I love Minecraft with its, you know, graphic style. Um, Fortnite in itself doesn't like super bother me. The thing that I think bothers me is because how prevalent and you like successful that Fortnite's become it's all over the place. And so you see it all the time. There's overwatch when Valorant came out, like not going to lie. I was like, Oh my gosh, like this art style again, <laughs> like, you know, like that was my initial read on it. I, it's more of like it's been overplayed recently in my head. I mean, yeah, uh, so. I think Overwatch honestly started it. I don't even know if Fortnite's to blame. Um, yeah, because I would sure. say Valorant really, yeah, because Valorant looks like Overwatch to me way more than it looks like Fortnite. I agree. So um, anyway, it, it, overall for me, doesn't matter. I think there's a. There's something really cool, like in, in the Halo universe, 
when, uh, especially now as the games increase in, you know, fidelity and graphical fidelity, like even in the E3 trailer for Halo Infinite, where like the visor boots up and it's like, you know, and all like that, from an immersion perspective, that's super cool. Like, yeah, so me. that's a big thing to talk about, right? Like immersion as it relates yeah. to graphic style. I definitely agree that I think realistic art styles really um, cater towards immersion. Um, right. Although, like, I love games with stylized art styles, like Cuphead being a great example, but I think you feel more immersed when a game is more realistic feel, uh, looking, for sure. Yeah. And that's, like, what yeah. I was talking about earlier with the emotional impact of events in realistic graphic settings versus stylized graphic settings. Yeah, I mean, and it... You know, I'm, I'm thinking in Red Dead Redemption 2, there are some um, sequences where there's c- either cutscenes or gameplay elements where a person dies, like a person from your crew is killed or something like that. And, um, like, that's just a whole nother level of emotional impact when it's a realistic, like, it looks like a person, you know, died, not a cartoon character. You know what I mean? Like, right. So, I agree on that front. Yeah, um, it's really interesting. I don't know if you know about the... Uh, you probably do. The Call of Duty Black Ops, Modern Warfare 2. Whatever the mission was called No Russian. Was that what it was called? So, um, the one where you're a terrorist killing people in an airport. Uh-huh. Yes. Right? I think that that... Ex- yeah, No Russian. If that existed in a stylized or cartoony art style, it would not have been nearly as controversial as the fact that it was done in this realistic art style, right? Oh, like, for sure. If you were shooting, like, hot dog guns at, like, cartoon fat people, even if all these story beats were the same, right? Like, <laughs> it would not have been this controversial thing. Yeah. No, true. I mean, you know, one thing... One thing growing up... So... Call of Duty, that's an, at one, you know, kind of infamous example. But Call of Duty in general, like the way you can assassinate knife people, whatever, and games similar to it, um, can be very realistic. I know for a lot of parents, like when I was growing up, that was one thing that people held Halo in favor for from a parent's perspective. Like even though Halo, like you still had, you know, you still could do like assassinations and stuff. It's not really the same as killing like a... If, if faceless like kind of robot looking guy than like a guy who you see his face you know and everything and sometimes even the sequences like focus in on the face or whatever you know what i mean like it really drives the impact more i think it's also partly why uh you know you have the conversations around like do video games incite violence because it's so realistic it seems like you know it, you could you know it could lead to real Someone Real wanting to replicate that event because they're so immersed in the realism of the graphic style, basically. Yeah. Um, and that's a great transition into something that was popping into my mind that I've actually been thinking about recently, which is Mortal Kombat. Um, so Mortal Kombat is a really interesting example because originally, right, it had this very, you know, you like know the art style of like the old Mortal Kombat, yeah, yeah. right? It was like the weird mo-capped, like real people sort of art style. It wasn't like this, like... The same as like Street Fighter, where it was like drawn characters. It was like mo-capped, real people-looking things, and so they've always gone for this like weird realism, violence thing. And nowadays, the game, like I don't know if you've seen that Mortal Kombat 11 stuff. Like I played a reasonable amount of it. Some of those fatalities are like absolutely disgusting. Like yes, <laughs> they're like mind-blowingly violent. Like so violent that youtube's automatic gore filter that tries to filter out like real videos of people being murdered 
triggers on them and so people who post like fatality videos on youtube if they don't want them demonetized have to like black and white color them or do things with the coloring to stop them from being flagged by youtube's automatic content filter not surprised (laughs) they're extremely realistic and they are violent as fuck it's crazy yeah and i i was telling my girlfriend about the other day because like something came on youtube and she was like grossed out by it and i was like wow like I guess I've been pretty desensitized by this, but then I, like, took a second to think about it. I was like, wow, this is actually, like, really gross. And, like, the fact that they spent so much time, like, modeling, like, intestines and blood and eyeballs coming out of sockets is actually crazy. No, yeah. Some of the ones where you're, like, pulling organs and shit out. Right. It's crazy. It it is crazy. I, yeah. I. That's definitely the extrapolation of, like, realistic art style, though, right? Like. Yeah, you know one game that t- that still maintains a realness to it in a fictional standpoint and really goes pretty ham on on violence is Doom, right? Yeah, like, that's true. The more recent Dooms um, with the glory kills and everything, you rip shit apart, you know, you pull out a horn and you shove it in an eye and stuff. But there's, like I was saying before, there's just not, it's different. It's somehow to the human yeah. brain, it's not the same thing as shoving a knife in a guy's head, as shoving a horn in a demon's face, you know what I mean? I also think, I think the gameplay caters to it, too. Like, Mortal Kombat is made to feel like a realistic fighting game. Like, even though there's, like, magic powers and shit, like, the weight of the characters feels very realistic. Whereas in Doom, like, it feels like you're, like, a superhuman, basically, right? And all the enemies right. feel, like, super as well. So if it feels like a bigger suspension of reality for sure. And maybe that's what pulls it out, even though the graphics are very realistic. Yeah, no, I, I I agree. Um, Yeah, it's, it's cool. It's very interesting how these, how different realistic graphic styles like uh, provide different experiences. Now I do want to touch on the fact that I, I just would be lying to myself if I didn't discuss, like, I, I really think that when these big publishers sit down to talk about these new intellectual properties and they scope out, you know, they scope out the different games in their portfolios, which ones are going to hit what demographics that I, I feel like they for sure um, are influencing the direction to some extent. My guess is that for these big, bigger studios, there's a uh, a communication back and forth like the the studios are kind of communi- told ahead of time we're kind of thinking of a game like this um, that you guys are going to make next and there's some back and forth on exactly how that goes down I think that's how it probably shake out in the real world but I well I mean like, and that's there's that's no from way, the, like right? the man perspective right this is Anthony coming at us with the AAA corporation perspective and me coming at us with right. like the indie studio design first perspective right we're like yes. The people decide what kind of game they want to make, and then they make that game. And the art style is, is like, there because the design, it cares to the design of the game. And the design is what they're selling, and the art style is just a package with that, right? Whereas, like, um, these people who are, like, you know, marketing first companies, right? Like, these big corporations who have to make tons of money off their games. I'm sure that you're right, that, like, the art style is another thing that goes into their, like pile of algorithms that tells them how many dollars they're going to get from selling this game right if i can put if we have this art style i can you know throw it down these advertising channels where we can get in front of these many eyeballs which have this you know this demographic with that makes this much money so that's yeah i you know another interesting thing that you're bringing up the indie games that i we personally have experience of is that indie games have the resource constraint too right like 
the arts, uh, diff- these different art styles are uh, take different amounts of effort to implement, um, etc. You're also right. just realistic art styles being one of the most difficult by far. Yes, to execute. I mean, also I, part of the realistic art style, I would kind of include the. Uh, you know the animations involved yep. like if you have totally. a realistic style game even if it looks so this is actually something that came up in the recent unreal engine 5 demo like that lighting was awesome they showed the new lighting they showed the new you could hear the new audio engine but if the animations weren't good <laughs> like it'd be like well this technically looks great and this technically sounds awesome but like that why is that guy walking like that you no, know that's what i mean really interesting right and that's a cool a weird thing about the modern day right that these engines do provide people with a way easier path to create these realistic art styles it would actually probably be more difficult for us to create a game in a really stylized art style than it is in a realistic art style nowadays because of the availability of the engine art whereas in the past that was definitely not the case the 2d stylized art styles were so much easier Yes. You know, actually, right now in Twitch live chat, we are ha- we have a question in from, I believe this is Sean, asking, how long would it take your team to make a realistic art style versus pixel art? So along yes, from these Rolling, lines. Yeah, that was what inspired me to make that, make that comment. Exactly. Yeah. Like, for us, pixel art is something that's going to require um, a significant amount of, like, we're gonna have to we learn a lot of new stuff artists, to do pixel art. Like to do We'd that. have to hire artists, you know, to to make a art style. While Unreal Engine provides the framework for leveraging static meshes and content creator asset tools, so that like we can use realistic, um, whatever. So, in a way, like Skylar's saying, it's easier for us now. At the same time. The, the thing I want to point out, because I just recently watched a documentary on, I can't remember his name. You'll know the creator of Super Meat Boy. Uh, team Meat, Edmund McMillan? Yes. Um, he was talking about the game before. Gersk? Gr- what, what's it called? Gish. Gersk is from the Discord. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> uh, Gish. And he was talking about that the way he got into it was because he used to be... So this is like how indie games work is what I want to highlight and like the art style behind it. He used to have a job in which he basically picked up dead animals off the road. Like they got hit by cars and stuff. And while he had dead time, he would draw them like in cartoon format because he literally had nothing I didn't to do. Know that that's amazing. So, so you know his art style, right? Like it's you know also with Binding of Isaac, right? He yeah. did like that mm-hmm. too. So it's kind of got you could you can see he used to draw these things, and with the developer of Gish, who I don't remember his name either, like the actual the developer, um, he saw his stuff and was like, you know. McMillan is that his last name yeah he was saying like I thought he would he wouldn't let me like keep it or whatever because it'd be so weird so indie games in a lot of time is really just indie developers being resourceful with the content with the skills they have because their constraints are resources you can't hire there's a I just saw this joke on Twitter about animators but I think it applies here too for art like Triple A studios are like, man, we should really get an animator to work on, like, you know, the the wrist movement of the character, right. you know. The one, and like, then the indie yeah. studios are like, man, it'd be great to have an animator. Period. <laughs> like, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. No, so, I, I mean, the thing we talk about the most is if we were considering trying to bring other people on, is always art and animation because those are the yeah. places where, like, 
you really need a specialized skill set if you want to do something beyond the realistic art style that Unreal provides, right? And just the basic cut stuff that you buy from the asset store, which is great. And the fact that that exists is amazing. But I do think you were bringing up an interesting point earlier. You said it's like a constraint that people um, can't make these super realistic, really high quality things like the Unreal Engine 5 demo without really real resources, right? Like no matter how much megapixel scan textures we have, it doesn't matter. Like your guy is like a two frame walk cycle, right? <laughs> yes. Um, yes. And so I think the constraints are cool because they potentially force these studios into making more stylized experiences and more interesting designs, right? Like if it, like Cuphead is so unique because it has that design, you know, because it has that art style and I'm sure they went into it design first saying, I want to make a game that has this cartoon art style, right? And th- that was the thing that inspired that game. But, like, yeah, it's crazy. And I think one really cool example of, like, how valuable art is and how art influences design is Sea of Thieves. Because that whole game only exists because a company made an engine for rendering water really well. And Microsoft was like, let's make a game out of this, right? Sea of Thieves is a good one to bring up because Sea of Thieves is also cartoony, like yes. the characters are. But there's elements of the world that are real as fuck, like the water. Yes. Um, and I, in that particular, for that particular game, for Sea of Thieves, I thought it worked great. I thought the 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 water is such a, I think that if the water was cartoony, I don't think Sea of Thieves would be as cool as it was. Like that, like you said, that water engine, whatever. Yeah, like, I mean, made that game. It does because when you're sailing in the middle of the ocean, like it makes it really cool to be there and feel really unique, right? It's not just like blue flat stuff. Because yeah, yeah, it's literally the thing as Rolic just pointed out in Twitch chat, the thing you look at the most in the entire game, right? So yep. if the thing that is the main focus of the entire game isn't good looking, then why? then the game isn't going to be as appealing. So that's a totally really good point. Yeah, 100%. I'm thinking of like other games that kind of that have that element where they're generally cartoony but then they have these really realistic elements tied into them as well. Um, it's kind of you know what game that has like good graphics but like totally holds its own well, uh, kind of forced to cartoony elements to it is uh, Super Smash. Like so Super Smash Brothers has like cool levels like, cool, detailed levels sometimes in the background. Yeah. But it maintains, like, you know, all of the, of course, like, uh, thematic styles necessary. Yeah, um, that's an, actually an interesting game because it meshes a lot of different art styles into one game, right? Like, yep. Mr. Game & Watch's art style, but also, like, some of the explosions are really realistic. Yeah. Um, I think I appreciate really, that. I do, too. Yeah. It's, like, a really interesting, eclectic mesh of the... Um, of different art styles, and I think that's one of the reasons it's so appealing, and maybe why, for me, it's better than a lot of other Smash Bros-like games that have come out. Like, Rivals of Aether, Brawlhalla, a lot of these other Smash Bros-like games have a very homogenous art style. They yeah, don't feel like Smash Bros. They feel they don't feel like a mishmash, right? They feel like everything was there because it was put into this one game, and I think that makes them way less appealing. Yeah. You know, another game that iterated in an interesting way for art style is Rocket League. So the first game, in my opinion, is more cartoony. 
maybe it's because there are limitations on you know i think it just had bad graphics honestly yeah yeah maybe (laughs) you know but i feel like that game could have been taken in a cartoony direction and still been executed from a game perspective just as well yeah um and they took it realistic and i think it's sweet as fuck that they did I think um, it is stylized, though. It doesn't feel like I total agree. realistic. So, and I think the stylization helps, right? Um, well, and- actually, there's 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 those animated elements, right? Like you get those, like kind of like Smash. You have these boosts and stuff that are right, cartoony. The decals, the toppers, like the goal explosions. There's a lot of like cartoony stylized art on top of these um, realistic elements. Yeah. So you know, I'm not I'm not uh, I, there's definitely something about games um that have these realistic elements or or bridge the realistic with the cartoony that i find interesting like i definitely think sea of thieves is more interesting from an art style perspective to me than fortnite and i think it's more interesting to me than overwatch etc etc so um anyway that's yeah that's my take so I am, I, this transitions yeah. into this topic that i'm really interested in talking about with art style this one of the things that i think is the coolest a part of the art style discussion that's game longevity because um i think that this is one of the huge advantages that stylized and cartoony art styles have over realistic art styles is that stylized art styles like cuphead is never gonna look like a bad look bad that game is always gonna look amazing ori another example of a game that's gonna always look amazing right like um, even like Mario 64, which is blocky as hell, still like has this charm to it. Whereas like Call of Duty, like one or some sh- that's not going to look good. Like you're going to look at no, that game and be like, this true. looks like crap. Same with like super acrobatic rocket power battle cars. Old Rocket League looks like crap. Like it doesn't yeah. look cool and stylish. It just looks like crap now. And that's a huge thing with stylized art styles. They make these games able to like survive the test of time because they're unique. They're not just like, oh, this isn't as good looking as games nowadays. It's like, oh, this is unique and could doesn't look like anything even nowadays. You know one thing I'll say, though, on that front? Uh, yeah. there are, I think there are ways that realistic style games can increase the longevity of their art style. And quite frankly, I think Halo is one of the examples of it being done well. And this is why. Like, compared to <laughs> of course, Call of Duty. you have to say Halo did because, it well. No, because listen, to the, this is why I think so. I think the sci-fi genre in particular has that as an advantage to it in the realistic space because you have a lot of elements in the art style that are not – they're not – you don't have any expectation of them. You have no foreknowledge of them. Like the forerunner structures, that's that's a new thing. Like there's no such thing as a forerunner structure in real life for you to pull a reference from. And while the polygon counts and stuff, like you know, depending yeah, like, on the are models, are you really going to come here and tell me that Halo One still looks good? Non remastered. No, Halo, Halo, Halo One <laughs> is the one that visually ages definitely the worst. I mean, that game is fucking like almost twenty years old. Um, yeah, but, but Mario uh, sixty four is older, right? And it still like looks okay. Like it still appeals to the eye. Yeah, I don't know if I would say, like, I personally find Paper Mario to, like, be in much better Mario shape six, than Halo Mario 64. Mario, sorry, I'm sorry, yes. But, okay, well, but f- sure, then let's talk about, like, Mario Bros. 2 or Mario Bros. 3, right? Like a pixel right. art style game, right? 
No, it's true. I, I'm not, I totally agree with you on that point. I, and I think that, uh, like in the case of Sea of Thieves, for example, that was a, there's a GD, whole GDC talk about the art director, I believe, talk, speaking of when they were coming up with the art style, that was an intentional reason why they chose that kind of cartoony art style is right. because they knew this was going to be a service, like this game was going to last for a while and they wanted it to, to the art style not to hold it back on that front. Um, yeah. No, totally. So, um, yeah. I, uh, I think it is interesting though, um, as Rollick points out in chat that sometimes these older graphic styles do provide more visual clarity because there's just less busying up the environment because they could buy because of the limitations of the system. Right. Yep. Yep. Uh, I, I agree. Also, they have limitations around like even colors and stuff right so like the color palettes in my at least in my opinion seem way read more readable yeah there's the just more games. contrast you mean like yes. between the different color choices yeah and also you have to think about like they were dependent on like the display media mediums of the time like the tvs then the CRTs? did not have the color ranges that we have now you know um yeah the crts are also like yeah from the graphical fidelities and also like the 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 platforms they were targeting right like it's kind of crazy that i can still play a 20 year old halo game in the first place um and it's kind of expected that like yeah like the models they used that were originally intended for fucking whatever uh windows 98 (laughs) yeah yeah on their development platforms like yeah it's just they had different limitations and so it's Anyway, it's it's definitely interesting. It's funny. It's so much Rollick says in chat, it's so much easier to see the enemies in the old graphics versus the new. Like it's kind of like your gulag example, right? Yeah. Like the the thing. I actually I think that uh, uh, depending on what you want to do with it, like I feel like personally, I think the the horror genre um, really benefits from the increase of fidelity. You know? The most, the more realistic uh, graphic styles really benefit because we were saying the emotional impact and the immersion is stronger in realistic games, and that's what hits the horror stuff. Like when I tried to play Silent Hill Two, that game's supposed to be super scary, but its graphics are just so poopy and flat now that it's like right. hard for me to care. It was right. hard for me to feel like any amount of horror. Yeah. Um. Whereas I play like Until Dawn, which is like re- more realistic, and I loved that game. It's and like a lot of modern horror games are way scarier. Um. Yeah. Yeah, this actually brought me to an interesting point for sure. Um, this whole old graphics, you're able to see people better. This brings us straight to the point of, I don't know if you know this, you probably do, that in general, in competitive FPS games, pros play the games on the lowest graphics settings, almost exclusively, right? Like all BRs, Valorant, all these games, people turn everything on low because they want to be able to see the people the easiest and have the like most shooting like in PUBG, if you used to be able to like turn off foliage foliage and it would like remove like tons of bushes and shit so like <laughs> people who are hiding in bushes you could just see them perfectly now yeah PUBG, yeah they really thought everything through really well <laughs> I, well, like, I, but i mean in general this is a huge no, no, thing I, even I, like the I most was, modern games that have jab. the most work on these graphics right Pe- yeah. even in valorant which i think has like some of the best visual clarity people are still turning it down to the lowest settings no, yeah, I I hear you. I, I mean, I I like playing the Halo CE, like the original Halo and Halo 2 classic versions over the anniversary versions sometimes for that reason. So, um, especially in really? multiplayer. Yeah. Um, Why is just because you can see it better? 
Well, it, it's not the only reason, but it's one re- it's it's more of it's not even necessarily that I can see it better is the only reason. It's more of that the uh I think that it's especially evident in the anniversary versions there's there's amount of stylization and stuff applied to modern day stuff that I don't know almost like steals some of the charm away like um like kind of in in pursuit of realistic and uh I don't know better, you know more realistic textures and blah 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 um I don't know I feel a little bit of the charm of the original game was lost how different things but I, I don't there was something about your imagination filling out some details that uh was just a little more interesting than maybe the anniversary editions ended up coming sure out, so i got you so tell on cues one two three in chat has been wanting us to talk about battlefield's destruction mechanics and i think this is an interesting topic in general just destruction mechanics in um in games in general, one of the first games that did it was um oh god and now it's blank I'm blanking on the name but there was this game that took place in space it was part of a series and it like was touted for its destruction red red something Rollick in the chat knows uh, I can't remember what it's called though but uh it was on Mars and it like you could like basically you would place charges at the bottoms of buildings and you'd be able to blow them up and it would like knock down the buildings and this was like over 10 years ago so this was like before destruction mechanics really existed i can't remember Um, either (laughs) and it's really satisfying like having cool destruction mechanics in games is really satisfying i think because red faction gorilla that is correct um it is really satisfying because you it's really not something you get to experience in real life um, yeah, and that's sure. a really unique thing that realistic graphics can do, I think. they Because they're immersive and because they can provide these more realistic experiences, you can experience something you can't experience in real life in a relatively realistic way. And yeah. this building destruction in Battlefield and Red Faction Guerrilla and all these games is one thing that, like, yeah, who doesn't want to, like, blow up a building and see it fall over, right? Not, like, right. with the intention of harming anyone, but just because it's, like, a huge thing that's, like falls over and like the physics of it is just amazing how it like collapses on itself and everything and to be able to see that in a game and be able to like use that to your advantage in a game is a really cool like experience yeah this is definitely something i mean we have like kind of firsthand <laughs> knowledge and exposure here on um it, it, doing destructible environments and stuff is something that requires significant like tech technological um advancement uh it's a very computationally expensive thing to do uh, stuff, some, it, it happening as well as it does in like Battlefield is uh, really impressive because that game already has a shit ton of stuff going on. Yeah. So for them to do that well um, is tough. Uh, there, you see that their Unreal Engine is taking strides on that. Like they're uh, pushing that forward in the latest versions. It's even those dynamic destruction systems are are, are going even are, uh, are are getting pushed even further. So it's. I think we're going to see even more of that, and I agree. It it also makes the world just seem more realistic. Like if a if a rocket launcher in Halo were to hit me and blow up the wall behind me, that's just way more realistic, That'd be sick. right? You know, so that's totally true. And yeah, more and more games now have more and more realistic, like bullet holes that go in things, or right. whatever when explosion happens, stuff changes. Um, right, and it really it really changes the game. Like it makes it feel way more immersive for sure. Yeah, um, as these computers like i mean because you have to you have to pers- like you need to keep state data information around that persists across i don't know how long amount of time 
for that bullet hole, you know, the location and uh, w- w- even depending on like depending on how the thing is implemented, if they really want realistic bullet holes, you might even have like different levels of detail like textures and mesh like for an actual bullet hole. <laughs> yeah. So it's crazy. Anyway. Yeah. To get these like persistent small details in these games where someone may not even notice it, but they put it in anyway just because they're like passionate about the realism. Yeah. Or the just and the that, consistency. And then, I mean that's also like for sometimes people wonder it's like why don't other games do this or what blah 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 i mean like that's part is like do we have realistic bullet holes or do we maintain like a consistent 60 frames per second in this space like (laughs) right exactly or do we make the game 200 gigabytes like call of duty or do we make the game (laughs) whatever 50 gigs of call of duty modern warfare bullet hole assets (laughs) right yep (laughs) exactly so um all right well uh where can people find us so you can find us at KOKoalaEntertainment.com. There you have links to all our social media. Instagram is our main landing spot right now. Uh, check out our YouTube. This podcast will be available. The the video on demand, the VOD, the VOD will be available uh, tomorrow. So you can watch us live. Uh, most of all, though, join the Discord. The Discord is the place to be. It's the place where you can get your first exposure to the universe of the game that we're building. Um, you can also hang out with the devs uh, directly, but also, more importantly, the awesome community. Like, yeah. le- it's legit a great time. And also um, Agora, the secret company involved in the universe of our upcoming game. Yes, it's a, they are a big part of <laughs> And the actually, for big things coming very soon through that too so yes relic in twitch chat saying you can talk to him in the oh. discord it is true you can yeah, and Kuz, everybody so everybody um, um anyway. yeah so join the discord check us out on all of the social media stuff and uh thanks there's for like listening. giveaways everywhere there's giveaways yeah, the, everywhere guys yeah if you want free stuff anthony loves giving away his money so <laughs> and if you want to support our studio check out some sweet merch the easiest way to find it is yeah we're actually both wearing it right now it's both wearing some um this shirt like legit is comfortable as fuck. mine came like, in the mail it's really comfortable i yeah, wore it the tribal one it's actually really good. Um, we super appreciate it. Coos just got a hoodie. He just ordered a hoodie. So Hell yeah. Thanks. Nice. Thanks, Coos. Thanks, guys, everyone, for your support. Until next time. Yep. Talk to you Bang. next week. Hasta la vista. Let us know what you think about art styles and video games in the Discord or on any of those social media platforms. Yeah. 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 Peace. <laughs>